Welcome to the Making Laps Podcast. I could start it while you're flipping through all your stuff. So hello and welcome back to the Making Labs Podcast Failure Group. My name is Brent Gleason. Alongside me with my co-host is my brother Jesse Gleason. Hello, everybody. His camera's actually working and it's not his cell phone this week. Uh, be- <laughs> and with us from Florida is our Florida Where are you? Holy crap, that's loud. Phil Jakes. <laughs> How is Phil this week? I always come into this like with a super positive attitude, like, man, maybe this will be the week that we don't suck. I'm bitch slapped back to earth every single time. Every single time. Last week, the camera that we were using for Jesse wouldn't work at all. This week, I made zero changes whatsoever, and it works. None. I changed nothing. If our audio sounds crappy this week, blame Windows 10, people, because last week uh, we didn't change anything. We used the same program, the same microphones, the same everything, and it sounded like crap. I plugged the board into my old-ass laptop that doesn't even have Windows 10 on it. It's got Windows 7 on it. (laughs) Oh, there we go. Not the... Keep explaining. Okay, good. I plugged it into my old computer with Windows 10 on it, and it worked just fine. So blame Windows 10 for our failures. So we're trying a new recording software anyway, as if that's going to change anything. My pirated (laughs) software, I'll have you know, works excellent, by the way. Except the computer froze the second we went to record earlier. But I can't... Broken. I don't know why you don't just use Reaper like I suggested. Oh my god. <laughs> it's free. So anyway, um This Phil. To Sorry. view the shit show yeah, on Phil. YouTube, you can go over to youtube.com slash Sidsview and watch us fail if you'd like. This Phil, he's on two And watch us fail instead of listening to us fail because I edit out most of the failure. Uh, any- <laughs> it's there. The failure is there. The failure is here. It's everywhere. <laughs> the failure is here. People who start listening now are just going to be like, wow, these guys are fucking terrible. Yes. If you're just tuning in, we failed again. Yes. It seems to be a recurring thing. I don't even remember how many episodes in we are. I think it's about 10. Every one of them we've failed in some way. It's just abject misery failure. But we're trying, and you know what? If we were, if we really weren't, if we didn't care about this at all, we wouldn't be trying so hard to make it right. So at least we got that going for us, and that's about it. So anyway, we usually start the show off with our own personal updates, and we actually have some this week again, which is, again, we're getting closer to racing season, so we have to have something going on, because I think I read a thing today It said, 27 days until the icebreaker for Thompson, which is what I'm racing at. So I count that, and it's like 27 days? That's crunch time. You know, usually it's within the last month that you start thrashing on stuff. And if you or look start at, working at all. That's usually what, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. That's when say. I like to start. Yeah. find most of my inspiration is due to last-minute panic. Yep. And if you Absolutely. looked at Jesse's car, there's... Lots of last-minute panic. A lot of panic. <laughs> A lot of panic going yeah. on. We okay. can start with Jesse anyway because um, My, we the not, whole thing is torn apart. The whole thing, the whole car, except for the front suspension, and I don't even know if that's staying on for now because that's just getting torn to the ground. We knocked about eight layers of dust off of it and still haven't touched the mo- the remaining ten or so. Yeah. So spider webs. Yeah, there are spider webs. There's literal spider nests in the car. Like we're knocking spider webs out of the brake components and stuff. Killed a. It's it's a total and complete spider holocaust. It's horrible. Like if you ever picked a car, the up humanity. And, oh if you've God. ever dragged a car out of the woods in New England, there's wasps, mice, and f- spiders, and that's what you'll deal with. And his car is literally all spiders. It's hilarious. I wonder what's in your seat. I don't even want to sit in that thing. I don't. I hope it's not wasps. Mm. 
Well, you'd probably know by now. But anyway, the whole, we got the rear, well, Jesse got the rear end out of it, uh, tore apart the rear end I gave him because my dumbass, uh, well, you get what you pay for and beggars can't be choosers. So, uh, it's not ready for, it's not ready for easily, uh, replace to put rear brakes on. So it's just the thing where you have to create your own brake mounting points and everything based on what's given. It's not a racing rear end. This is a rear end that was made for, uh, well, it's made for drum brakes. Yeah. And a grandmother to drive to the grocery store and back and not race it. So it's got a big flat plate. That's like half inch thick steel at the end and I took a plasma torch and just cut the bolts out of it at the bottom and made a huge mess and uh, Jesse can't use that so he spent about two three hours and about 15 drill bits to get through what I created (laughs) gallons of cutting oil and everything yeah that was a horror show to get his break I'm just glad I don't film it that's all yeah it would have been a lot of you know at least we can have a little bit of privacy and keep the swearing down so which I've been doing I've actually uh reborn or recreated my youtube channel again so if anybody wants to you can go search for brent gleason or go to whatever because we we do this for fun i I got a couple for us i got a couple videos on there and they're kind of goofy so remember it's all for fun that's what we're trying to do racing is supposed to be fun and we're trying to make it fun again except for the whole money part but um yeah that's that's everyone's problem if you own a race car and you're a blue collar worker and you have a family you're not gonna have money at all unless you're phil and you live in florida in the lap of luxury with a clean house (laughs) didn't hear (laughs) look up behind you is there's a black widow on the wall There's a meth addict running through your room. <laughs> That's more believable. Mm. Yeah, or lock your windows, kids. Grandma's in your house. She's lost. She's Help. away from the retirement village. Help me. So anyway, uh, yeah, we got more of more. Phil's work. flight to <laughs> Phil's uh, Phil's flight from uh, the Northeast to Florida must feel like going to heaven because he's surrounded by old people. He's it checking is, his boarding ticket. It and is. He's, God he's like, oh my god. There's 80-year-old people around me. Am I dead? Well, Did I just go to heaven? When you get to Florida, there is a really oh. bright light because you actually see the sun sometimes. Yeah, uh, true. And it is God's waiting room, so you're pretty close to him. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, we do have more updates for Jesse's car. We took I we brought the motor down to his house, and I was not happy with the oil pump situation or the oil pan situation because it essentially had... A street strip style pan with like one little baffle at the top to stop oil from sliding to the front of the pan under hard braking, mm-hmm. but no windage, no baffles. And the oil pump was a factory pump, factory pickup. I'm like, no, we can't have this on a motor like this. We got to get that off. Grabbed an old motor from, you know, my, actually it was my old motor <laughs> I won a few races with. Um, yanked the pan off, yanked off the, the uh, oil pump and drive. And I took it and put it in that motor and put a new, nice, new, clean, fresh gasket on it and flipped it back over and we'll throw oil in it, throw it in a car, and uh, we're going to try to run him at New Hampshire. So that'll be a good time. Uh, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Myself? Uh, yeah, like I said, I've been filming goofy little videos for YouTube. Uh, and uh, if you follow me on Twitter, BrentGleason01, I do post links to that. So and like I said, if you can search my name and it'll come up on YouTube, Brent Gleason. And uh, I've been, I have been I filmed like a, tr- a video of me rebuilding Jesse's transmission or fixing. I didn't really rebuild it, uh, but I fixed it. And I put another video up of like me bench pressing a transmission into a car just because it was goofy. But just little snippets here and there of me basically getting the car ready for the first race of the year. Not much has changed other than that. I swapped the transmission out, but... That was it. I mean, I just, I had a cast iron Muncie transmission in the car. And the thing is, it's just an absolute beast. You can't kill those things. But I just, I needed to pull weight out of it. So I'm like, I just want to put the car on a diet. I threw, you know, Saginaw back in it. No big deal. But I don't know. I don't have any other updates other than that right now. I don't, I got to wait until it warms up to change the valve springs oil and uh, put some water in it because I don't want it to freeze. I mean, today it was literally 16 degrees when I put my kid on the bus. I'm not dewinterizing a car 
in this weather. I can't trust it. And like you look at the end of the month at the extended forecast for this place and it's still going to be in the low 30s, high 20s at night. It's like I can't you can't put water in a car when that's going to happen. It's not not a smart idea. So Phil has a whole plethora. He's got a warehouse of parts at his house. So what did you buy? Uh we're we're upgrading the car a little bit. Um lightweight aluminum hubs all the way around the car. Uh some nice J hook AP rotors, aluminum calipers, trying to take some weight off the car uh, that I can convert into lead and put it where I want it to be. Um and we also made a little bit of a change in the rear gear. Uh, we're going to be going to race Citrus County Speedway on April 24th with the Wheelman Sportsman Series. Hmm. Yeah, them short tracks will give you some good, uh, not only seat time, but you'll learn a lot. Um, big tracks, you spend a lot of time on a straightaway, but in short tracks, you learn a lot in the corners, and that's where you make up all your time, and you learn how to pass people as the corners. So you spend more time in a corner on a short track, you learn faster. So. Yeah, I liked New Smyrna, but uh, I moved here to race the short tracks, hmm. and Citrus is 35 minutes from me, so I can go down there any Friday night. They have open practice. I think it's $30 to get in or something like that, and you can just go run laps. There's, there's nobody on the track. You can just go run laps. So hmm. um, I, I'll get plenty of seat time beforehand. Uh, I just got to get the car back together. Uh, I'm going to scale it and get it all right again because I found a bunch of stuff that I didn't like. But I'm hoping that it's a, it's a good good time. Hmm. Yeah, like I said, it'll give you a lot of good seat time. It's a good it's a good way to learn. Jesse learned on a short track. Learned on Waterford and I've probably learned a lot of bad habits, but learned a lot. I've always said Thompson's a place where you learn how to drive a car. You can really go in speed and learn how to wrestle a car and everything place like a Waterford Speed Bowl or a Hudson or Lee or somewhere like that. Seaconk. Or, or Seaconk. Or, you know, those are places that you learn how to race. Because mm-hmm. it's tight and you learn how to pass cars there. No question about it. The, I agree. The most fun I've had in a car so far is just the practice sessions I ran at Waterford. So. Yeah, that place is a lot of fun to, to uh, drive a car. I don't like racing there too much, but that's just my personal preference. I think the racing there is fantastic, to be honest with you. Um, it comes and goes. Again, it's just a personal preference. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just really cheap. I knew I'd have to put my car together a lot. Anyway, <laughs> anyway um, for more uh, local racing news, I saw on Twitter uh, Sean Corshane from Race Day CT. He posted something. He said he's getting angry messages from racers uh, with apparent damaged egos who are getting mad because they weren't included in his polls that he posts. And... Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, it's like, I kind of know why I'm not included. What have I done lately? So it's like, I mean, he puts polls up. He does, I don't, you know, I'm, I wouldn't say he puts them up to hurt people's feelings, but it's like. I think he does it just to generate some site traffic and the remain to have the website relevant and everything. Well, it's a good idea to do so, it. You know, it's a good I, it, idea. It's either here or there, you know, so it's whatever. Yeah, but like, you, you're going to text the guy and be like, why didn't you include me? It's like, calm down. <laughs> Is this such a 16-year-old girl like, you didn't buy me the Ferrari cake. What the hell? You didn't get me, 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 me. I got the Acura cake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I wanted a Ferrari cake. You wouldn't include me. I just love that. <laughs> I How much it. attention do you need? You're like yeah, a, I mean, Jesus like Christ. Like a 15-year-old girl on Snapchat. <laughs> God. Uh, and then I break up with them. Jesus. Phil, do you know any of these people? No, I don't. But uh, I just, I, I don't even know why there was a need to even post it. I mean, again, it's a, just a way to generate site traffic, which is a good way to get, you know, ad revenue for your business on your website. Uh, probably also, you know, they probably also mines data, sells it towards those ad revenues, which gives them more money. So Yeah, Google does all that stuff. Yeah, there are many places to it. So right. that's also. I get that. I just, I don't know. I think it's petty on both sides. <laughs> right. But, but I mean, you got to just kind of go with it. it, it you, if you're a racer who didn't get picked, well, win more. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? I agree with that completely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm more on the side of 
the me, me, me bullshit and get rid of that. Or he could take ads out on his website and then he'll talk about you more. Yeah. Which is what I should have done, but I'm too cheap. Didn't pick me. God. I just thought that that was kind of amusing. Have you guys ever seen racers, especially short track racers around you, bitch because they don't get enough media coverage? Or is it just the rich kids that do that? I think it's just the rich kids. Men are the the, the cattiest people that, that probably end up talking a lot more nonsense and everything. Uh, men are the biggest gossips and everything as a gender, in my opinion. Oh, just such on certain things, bitches, yeah. especially when it comes to attention and ego and ugh. <laughs> oh God, uh, I can't say that I've openly. I just have one one word to describe it, and it's this: it's yuck. Yeah, yuck. Yeah, I guess that's a pretty good one. I can't come up with anything better, but again, I I've never openly complained about not getting enough media i don't think i have have i i don't even i don't now no. i'm gonna get called out if i don't yeah <laughs> and i hope i do if i did you know anyway i just thought that that was quite funny uh i do want to send uh some well wishes out to the tinio family who's pretty big around here with uh, the nascar wheel and modified tour modified racing and a little bit of you know other racing sprinkled in everywhere uh, Patriarch Sully Tinio uh, passed away this weekend, which was quite the blow for uh, the local racing community. I know a lot of people might not know the name, but they'll know the last name. You will know the Tinio last name if you're from the Connecticut region. Uh, Bobby Santos has wheeled his modified. Uh, they've won at New Hampshire. I mean, this is this is not a, a chump team. This is not a, a, a bad organization. This is just a bunch of racers who know what they're doing. And Sully was a big part of it. And not only that, but he was probably the head of it. I don't know enough about the guy, you know, to really say much more than that. But I just know that he was uh, a big player. And uh, I do wish uh, that family well. And I offer all my condolences to them. So I figured I'd start off the show with that. Um, anyway, I don't know if we have a heck of a lot of, like, local news going around right now. Uh, other than... Um, I guess you could consider it local. Uh, Ty Majeski winning the Rattler 250 at the South Alabama Speedway. Is that kind of local? It's kind of. I mean, it's a short track. Brad, Brad Keselowski ran in a, in a dirt track in a, in a crate model. Did he? Uh, yep, down in Georgia uh, this past weekend. How did he do? Uh, about mid-pack. He's, he ended up like uh, 12th out of like 22 or something or other. Uh you know, one of the many cup guys and, and uh, upper tier guys or whatever that's blowing up for the dirt nationals and everything and the big dirt extravaganza down in Bristol. So, Has he ever even raced on dirt before? Uh, yes, he's driven in uh, truck races at Dirt at Eldora. He's run he them in He did go in those? I thought just his trucks did. I didn't know no, he No, he ran one in 2015. Oh, okay. And the Prelude also. Yeah. Abs- yes, absolutely. So... Uh, you know, I, I plot because there's going to be numerous guys that are going to be uh, cup guys that are going to bone up for the uh, the big tr- uh, dirt track nationals. You know, Kyle Busch has already entered, obviously, Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell will be there, and um, uh, uh, Chase Elliott's already entered and everything. They'd be there. Mark Truex Jr. is probably going to enter. Um, he the truck race is going to be pretty packed, so uh, but I, I absolutely, um, uh, I, yeah, you know, I. You know, applaud. You know, that's what makes Brad Keselowski a champion is his willingness to, you know, go even the next step further to uh, to learn and get on board with this dirt track thing uh, because he has very little experience with it. And but yet gets out there, you know, a couple of weeks there, really bones up on it and puts in the extra work as opposed to just going into practice and limping in. Are they even going to so, have practice? I'm sure they're going to have practice, oh, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. yeah, they have practice. I would kind of hope so. I mean, I was really, really hoping that. I mean, it's one thing not to give them. I mean, even though, the, but they didn't give them any practice at, uh, in in the Daytona Road Course. Well, they already raced there. Yeah, but you know, did they give them practice last year? Right. Yeah, when they first ran it, I don't even know. Well, they just said that go on i racing and do it, chumps. <laughs> you got a pen. <laughs> That's what I would be doing. I tried this. I tried the uh, 
Speaking of iRacing, I did try the cup car on the Bristol Dirt at iRacing, and I was actually quite taken aback at how under control, I guess is a good way of putting it, the car kind of was, but then again, I did it on a really fresh racetrack, no slick. So, it, I don't know. I, I would run it on iRacing, obviously, because they're simulation. not going to let me in <laughs> real race. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I expect a really packed truck field i think they're running like all week there for like local type racers right like modifieds yeah. and stuff something like that yep oh okay many different divisions there's at least going to be seven oh, yeah, or eight divisions yeah there's going to be all sorts of divisions i just wish it was on right. flow so that i could watch it but oh well i don't even know what they're on are they on like dirt vision or something something we don't get no it's some some weird name it's on their website yeah, too bad it's not on flow. That sucks. But anyway, uh, I'll, I'll let me circle back. Okay, Jen Pasky. <laughs> let me circle back. Sure need that Jen. on the soundboard. Um, with Simon, Simon Jeske won the two fi- the Rattler two fifty of South Alabama. I just said that, but I forget how many times he's won it. It's like his fourth or fifth time. Um, fourth. Fourth. Yeah. Did you guys see the wreck? I'll be right back. No, I didn't watch that race. Oh, well, I saw the pictures of the wreck. I didn't actually see the wreck because I watched. I tried to watch it way too late because I thought it would be on later, but apparently they ran it during the day, and I'm like, mm, I guess I'm screwed. But anyway, um, this driver named Hudson Hadler, uh, I guess he got turned off the backstretch, and he went into the woods <laughs> and crashed into the trees. I'm going to, to those of you follow us on instagram i will be posting that picture on our instagram at making laps podcast uh just to show you where he ended up he was parked up against a tree he literally crashed into a tree out back now what is everybody's opinion about having a racetrack that doesn't have walls (laughs) phil you're the only one here right now so you go ahead I don't know. I mean, obviously, I've only ever raced on tracks with walls. Um, I think as long as you have a good runoff. Like a cornfield? Yeah, because, I mean, I went up to uh, Canaan before it closed for a uh, an MRS race a long time ago. And uh, turn one and two had no walls, and it was a big field. And... Uh, Dylan Kopech actually went off track at one point and it probably would have been a hit in a concrete wall that would have caused him a front clip. But he just up, down, around the back and joined back up on the back stretch with no problem. Yeah, I mean, I could see a racetrack not having walls if you've got giant fields around you. I mean, that's not a big deal. You could just spin off, and maybe even if you have a stuck throttle, fly out of the place and have enough time to start reaching for switches and swatting at them. Um, I don't think Will... Was it Will Kimmel would share that same sentiment? Well, he hit something. <laughs> I think it was something. I believe yeah, because right. he went out of the park and, like, into the jersey barriers and, like, rolled or something like that. Yeah. Like, well, that was yeah. along the parking lot. Like, he went into the yeah. parking lot. Yeah. He launched over a concrete barrier, if I remember correctly, and went into the parking lot. And I think he hit, like, a F-150 or something stupid. Yeah, he hit a pickup truck or something. That car was toast after that, though. But Built I was asking. Tough. Yeah. The onboard is spectacular. Oh, it is. It is. It's nuts if you if anybody wants to see that look that one up. Um, Jess, we were asking while you were out getting oh, libations. I just wanted to say that uh, uh, Thompson used to have sandbags. That's still kind of a wall. It's a barrier at you least. Know, it, yeah. it was sometimes the car would fly out of them, and you know I if you were really it, cooking, you could go out I of the park. Believe there. it took took uh, Charlie John back from us. Yeah, um, it did. But if you were unlucky enough to get up there, it would it would take you all week to get the sand out of the car. Yeah, right. It was open every place. single crevasse. At least they had mostly open trailers that blow out on the road. Uh, but we were I was asking everybody, what's your opinion of racing at a track without walls? I don't give a shit as long as it's safe. That's fair. Sure. 
Because this, like I said, we were, they were at South Alabama. Hudson Hodler got spun off the backstretch, and he ended up in a tree. And I'll post that picture on the Instagram like I was telling everybody. You can't have a car in a tree. No. That's, no. No. No, that's, that's, that's what took Jim Clark from us. That should have been gone a long time ago. Yeah. You got to get rid of the tr- You got to get rid of that. You got to have wall. No. If there's any chance that a race car going a hundred plus miles an hour can fly out of the track and hit something, that means like you got to have at least you know five hundred feet of clearance. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't be hitting any trees. No. Yeah. But That's... you know, it's it's again, it's a dangerous sport. It's up to the racers to pick and choose their uh, battles and know the risks involved. So I mean, if you want to go up against the tree, you go for it. And so it's you take that risk. So, but again, I would still rather not see that. Also, it depends so. on how much it pays. That's true. It was the Rattler 250. I think it was a heat race that he went out in. Uh, I believe it's up on Speed 51 uh, for replay. If anybody's interested in watching that, so you know, those they show you like five seconds of it, and then you need to pay for it. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. I'm a subscriber, so I can go look and watch probably. But that's right. I paid the money for it. I'm going to take advantage of it, and I'm going to go look it up. But for these clips and more, you got to get through the paywall. <laughs> it's like modern video games. You can buy a video game, but you have to pay double the price to get all the fun stuff. Yeah, I'm just an angry old man who grew up with games that came complete. Yeah, and still took us freaking forever to finish some freaking, of them. We never did. Yeah, well, they're retarded anyway, video game players. Because <laughs> when I I played video games to get away from people, now everybody's all like about this online shit. I don't want to be about online. I don't want to talk with people. This was the whole point. I want to be away from point. I want to get away from people. Get away from me. Go away. Don't bother me, kid. And no, my mother is not a you know what. (laughs) Your mom is. That's why you're here, you little Yeah. (laughs) You're my son. I after. (laughs) Go. Go away, you prepubescent little fruit. Anyway, um so I also heard about this dirt race in uh Bristol. That uh, Jessica and Stuart Friesen. It is Jessica, right? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to double check that. Uh, They're set to become the third husband and wife combo to start the same NASCAR Top 3 Series uh, event during the truck race on the dirt at Bristol. Hopefully she qualifies for it. Who's the other ones? Because I know Patty Moise and Elton Sawyer were one. Yeah, people forget about that. And I don't know who the other ones were. I got that written down, actually. The first was Frank and Sarah Christian. They did it first in 1949, the first year of NASCAR. Oh, Jesus. And it was on the beach at Daytona. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And again, like you said, Elton Sawyer and Patty Moise did that a lot. They they ran a lot of the same races in the They're on the same schedule, so yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they ran the Bush Series series. back in the 90s. Right, so I know that, but... Yeah. People don't remember that. People people don't... um, Like, back then, they didn't know... Elton Sawyer and Patty Moise were married. Well, they didn't have the same name. Right. She should have been Patty Sawyer. No. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't work. Should have been Patty Moist. And <laughs> 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 all the female listeners go, God, I hate that word. They you know what I love word. most, Jess? Most moist brownies. Moist. Love them. <laughs> what do you like? <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> Moist yeast bread. Oh, gross. <laughs> Great. Now the producer walks by just as we start talking about this. Hey, wife. Oh. Moist. Moist. What? What about it? Okay. Oh, She's, it doesn't bother okay, her. Okay, it doesn't bother her. She's no, in her actually, oh, you're good. It doesn't bother me, but Jesse's talking about moist, yeasty, whatever. Like, bread. <laughs> bread. Dude, yeah, yeah. I don't want to know what you're into. Like, Sourdough. No. <laughs> Wash it. There's probably like children listening to this show. Avocado toast on sourdough. We're talking about bread, Phil. We're Get talking your mind about out food. of the gutter. I was talking about brownies. God. Jesse's talking about bread. What's wrong with you? Jesse wasn't talking about bread. He was. I was no. too. No. Sourdough not. bread. It was moist. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. Sorry, I know Jesse too well. No, he absolutely was not. No, he wasn't bread. talking about bread. I Guarantee it. Absolutely not. I apologize. I've disappointed the parents again. Yep. Somebody think of the children. I apologize again to the listeners. Think of the children. I will not edit it out. Okay. Okay. So, anyway, 
I've lost my train of thought because we were talking about something disgusting. What? We're I talking mean... about husband and wives at Bristol. Right. I've, oh. I really kind of wish I'd looked into her. Actually, no, I did look into Jessica Friesen's uh, dirt, uh, like results and stuff, and I can't really find a lot. I know she's had success. I know she's won races, though. Right. Um, I just wish that I'd ha- I just didn't include it because I couldn't find a the lot exact the, number. A lot of the dirt racing series they don't have Tom DiMaggio's, you know. They their their mm-hmm. uh, their records are not as comprehensive. I mean, you got guys who are know? winning a thousand goddamn races out there. It's hard to keep track of all this shit. Right? There's there's nobody out there that does it really. Only you know the, the only one I really know is is Sid. That's it. But I, I mean, know. You know, last week we were kind of, or last few weeks, I should say. Was the Northeast the, should kiss his ass. I'm sorry. Was it at least yeah. the last few weeks that we've kind of been shitting on some female drivers? But we've had justifiable reasons to do so. Um, but Jessica uh, Friesen, I mean, she's out there winning dirt races and she's going to get in a truck on the dirt. Let's see what happens. Let's go. Go get it. Let's uh, go. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Go get it. Amazing if she finished better than Stewart in her first race. I hope she dumps him. <laughs> just loops his ass <laughs> she's, he's, he's gonna make her sleep on the couch nah she's gonna be we'll like just leave her at the racetrack <laughs> I would say something no I'm not gonna say that anyway um, I forgot what it was gonna be something about sloppy seconds I can't remember I forget it um, no too far Brent too far <laughs> absolutely too far I forgot who she used to date and she ended up with Stuart but whatever I don't care it's not my business I figured Phil would be all over that one. No idea. No idea. Good. I'm glad you don't pay attention to gossip because gossip is for tabloids. Remember what I said about men being the most gossipy people? I was just trying to start shit. (laughs) Anyway, they're in a far better situation than I'll ever be, so there's the sad reality for you. Uh, All right. (laughs) Brian, your face looks like a tomato. I've been drinking beers all night. I just, yeah, that happens. How's my neck look? Getting there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gets kind of warm in the old studio. Anyway. So. (laughs) Boy, this is going to be a short show today, huh? Anyway. um, Ty Gibbs won the ARCA race at Phoenix. If anybody wasn't watching that and was watching the Baby Rattler, then good for you because that race was better. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't watch the Baby Rattler, but I can only imagine, you know, because how many ARCA cars started? I forgot. But it was more was than it, 12 this time. It was I think more it was, than 12. Well, it I think was, it was at least 20-ish. Oh. Uh, well, they get big. They get bigger car counts when they go to bigger tracks. You know, the guys come out. They don't come out for short sh- little shit shows anymore like at, if they had a race at, like, Seekonk or Thompson or something like that. They would never show up. They canceled the last freaking K&N or whatever race before they turned into ARCA at Thompson because only eight cars registered. Yeah. And it's like it was a points race, and it's Thompson. Joey Logano raced at Thompson. Why don't you want to race at Thompson? He only raced there in an ARCA or K&N car. Jeez, I almost said it right. Not weekly. Never weekly. Uh, Santino Ferrucci never raced weekly. Uh, Parker Kligerman never raced weekly. Uh, Who else from Connecticut has never raced weekly in Connecticut? Jerry Nadeau did not race weekly. Jerry Nadeau never raced weekly. He was a sports car guy, though. That was kind of different. Yeah, yeah, it's a little different. Anthony uh, Alfredo. He never raced weekly. Um Oh, a little bit, maybe. Kaz Growl is the only one that raced weekly. Yeah, he raced Legends cars around here. Yeah, he did race Legends. he did weekly, too. In a double, triple stacker trailer. He had like 15 Legend cars in there. Yeah, a lot of guys do that and never go anywhere, but I wish I had that. That would be sweet. I would charge people to to haul their cars. Your mom should have porked a rich guy. Yeah, I guess so. Does the word pork get um, bleeped? No. Okay. Fuck does, but pork doesn't. Oh. Stupid mom. Yeah, anyway. But I, <laughs> like I said, Ty Gibbs won that ARCA race at Phoenix. Uh, also, he had no issue doing a burnout. I just wanted to point that out. It's a callback, people. That's You know, I, I saw something. <laughs> I saw something on Twitter that made me think. But it's ARCA, so hmm. doesn't really matter. He They should have won anyway. Yeah, pretty much. In the Cup Series, going back to our conspiracy... All the teams share SMT data. Mm-hmm. If they had traction control, that would show up. The cup teams do, but do they do that down down in the other divisions? Yeah, I guess there was a lot of talk about Truex 
not doing a burnout too. Yeah, he didn't do one, and Cindric didn't do one either. Yeah. Because they have to save the engines now. Um, so what data was it, Phil? SMT. SMT data. It shows a throttle trace, brake trace. I think it shows lateral Gs. All the teams um, can see all the other team stuff. Injectors or whatever. Like a bunch of engine functions and chassis functions. So that's definitely why you don't do a burnout. Because that because those are the outliers. It would, you would show. It would show up really big. See, right, but on a low grip track, too, where you're spinning tires, it'll show up. Exactly. So, so if you're right on the edge, it'll give you that much, a little bit of an edge. Mm-hmm. So, and it won't be as noticeable. I just like spreading conspiracy theories. Right. <laughs> I hope everybody else likes spreading conspiracy theories. I never said we were. See, it wouldn't be, it, it wouldn't be true. as noticeable say, yeah. on the track because everybody can see the data. That's great, but it won't be as noticeable. Right. You could think it's just him. You know, if you're right on the edge, it can give you that much, a little bit of, you know, if it gives you a 10th. That's, that can mean all the difference. And a tenth is not going to show up that big of a, on the graph. It might not show up at all because you know, you're it talking measures, about little, it tiny measures, little wavelengths. No, it measures physical throttle trace. Yeah. So you wouldn't see it. Yeah, they wouldn't. They, they, may, not, they may not even take a glance at it. No, who knows? But, Again, this is but all But in victory lane, when you're really dumping it and you really got the uh, the extreme conditions and the outliers and everything on the data points, and you see his foot, then you can see it. You can see his foot's on the floor, but the engine dies. Yeah, yeah Dan, you can see it. <laughs> so I don't know if, uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody, nobody must not have picked up on it when or, Ty Gibbs couldn't have done the, uh, when he couldn't do the burnout. They may, nobody either picked up on it or they. Uh, just thought he was in third gear. Or they weren't snitches. <laughs> or they weren't snitches. Because they were probably all trying it, you know. They just couldn't get it right. Uh, again, I just like spreading conspiracy theories. I'm not saying that that's what's happening. I just like sticking. I love Jesse all fired up, too. I think it happened. It could very well have. Because, yeah, the greatest trick the devil ever played was not hiding and shit. That's true. That is true. Yeah. So here's true. something to talk about. Speaking of Connecticut people who never... <laughs> Holy Christ. Oh, sorry. I was going to be, look at this graph. It's look at this. I, I don't want to. No. Oh, it's the whole song? Yeah. I don't oh, want we don't want to listen song. to that. We just want the meme. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So then the Xfinity Series race, Austin Cindric won that. Didn't do a burnout. But he didn't do one because, again, it could just be that they're trying to be smart with the engines and trying to not have any problems later on in the year. Who knows? Again, we're idiots. Yeah. Yeah, they, they may need this, uh, you know, engine for some other track pretty soon. Yeah, but the big, the big thing that I saw out of that race, uh, because I hate Phoenix now after they reconfigured it, and I'll get into that during the Cup Series discussion. Santino Ferrucci, another Connecticut driver who's never raced in. We mentioned his two. name. Yes, we mentioned him earlier. Um, essentially, ran Josh Berry out of the park and put him in the wall because. Because he ran him up so high that he got into the marbles. All the marbles don't roll off of the uh, sticky shit they put down that VHT. Yeah. The marbles just roll up and stay. So the marbles are like ten times worse if you get up high mm-hmm. and straighten a wall. And Ferrucci is like, I don't know what I did wrong. It's like, well, you're an idiot. That's why. Because you don't know how to drive a fender car. You know how to drive an Indy car where you're not next door to somebody. He doesn't know how to drive an Indy car. What are you talking about? He knows how to pilot one around the track without crashing every lap. Big deal. That's driving one. I could do that. Anybody can do that. (laughs) We're talking about with success. But no, he essentially ran Barry up. And let's be fair here. uh, Barry is far more credentialed than this kid ever could be. Uh, Barry is most recently a NASCAR weekly series national champion uh he has won countless late model stock races through the south uh other i mean he's got other xfinity series starts i mean what's his average finish in the xfinity series starts he's had this year already inside the top 10 he was running in the top 10 he was most, like the yeah. majority of the race he really was yeah, yeah. Absolutely. and i just i'll point this out to ferrucci uh the reason why you got double birds, which, by the way, 100 points to Josh Berry for not only giving double birds, but smiling while giving double birds. <laughs> that was the best. Yeah. <laughs> Chase Elliott got deducted half points when he f- went single bird. 
Because single bird is half-hearted. You don't have your whole heart in it. You gotta be all single there. Sarcastic bird. Yeah, single bird is. It's basically it's the limp-wristed bird. It's the one where you don't give the most effort. Double birds, and the smile. Soul into it. You've got everything into those birds. That means you gave a shit about giving those birds. Not. I'm kind of half-hearted thinking about giving this to someone. I I would not doubt that Ferrucci's going to go for a ride. He should. I hope so. He should. His name rhymes with douchey. Jock Berry has already showed that he has a trigger point. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. um, And it earned him a national championship last year, so. Yeah. Explain. Oh, yeah. He had that run-in on the Cars Tour with name. I can't remember the guy's. I can't remember his name. Phil, either. tell me the story because well, seeing as how I don't know, the audience may not know. Well, like Brent was saying, he was uh, running an event with the Cars Tour. Uh, I don't, I don't remember the guy's name, but he had, he just had enough, and he was racing for the lead. He got, I think he got dumped racing for the lead and backed it into the inside wall, and came back around. Got the car fixed, got it back out, came back around, and as he was getting lapped, just hooked the guy. Yep, dumped him, <laughs> flat <Go> wrecked him, <laughs> flat wrecked. The same fucking thing. What the heck? I like this guy now. What the yeah. yeah, I mean the guy deserved it. Yeah, yeah, but it's pretty for, cool. Let's be honest, Ferrucci deserves it too, and I know he probably doesn't think he did anything wrong, but again, ignorance is not. Ignor- uh, yeah, is not an excuse. Yeah, ignorance is not an excuse for not knowing the law. Right. The law of the jungle. When you run somebody when you when you're running yeah, when you're running next door to somebody, they're still there, okay? Mm-hmm. That means you have to have the common courtesy to at least give them that lane. And if you don't give them that lane and they go in the wall, they have free reign to put you in the wall. Yeah, that's the thing. He steered his car by not steering enough into into Josh Berry's car. Yeah, that's it's. It would be like him blocking him down the straightaway. Yeah, when when he's got some, you know, it's it's like reverse blocking or whatever. Yeah, yes. and I if see you that a lot though on, on road courses and uh, with the Indy cars and stuff though, when when they go to get a pass going, they start to clear the guy out almost just to make him stop. It's probably some kind of weird mentality that they have. It is. Yeah, they'll block for like ninth, tenth place. Yeah, they put their side pod right on your front tire when they turn in, so that you have to hit the brake earlier, so that you don't lose the nose off your car. Like they'll just do stupid shit and put themselves in danger of making contact, so that they can make a a pass. But in these cars, it doesn't work that way. If you don't clear yourself, like if you come off the corner and you're next to somebody and you don't clear yourself and you drive across their nose, you're going in the wall. Like people don't lift in NASCAR. And if you run somebody out of room and put him in the marbles, you're the asshole because he was fully next to you. You just ran him out of the park. Like, kid? That to me at Thompson once. He just, I was still at his tire, and he just came up on me. And I backed out in time, but he, he clobbered the outside wall. Yeah, if people try to clear themselves across your nose and you're on the outside, just put him in the wall. Like. That's, there's no to. other way they're gonna learn. Yeah, you know. I, I've done it too. I mean, I've I've tried to clear myself and it didn't work. Yeah, like the person you're racing has no obligation to give you their lane. Yeah, they're under no obligation. Like if you're not next to somebody, it's not your lane. If you're next to somebody, you owe them a lane and they owe you a lane. That's basically the common courtesy of circle track or, you know, stock car racing. That's essentially how i learned it yeah he's he's lucky he didn't get completely jumped in that wreck yeah i don't uh, again um i know he's new to this i know he's got a lot to learn but don't immediately come on the radio and say i didn't do anything wrong when in fact yes you fucking did kid uh if nobody's gonna tell you we're gonna tell you and you're probably not gonna hear it anyway but you're gonna you're gonna figure it out real quick because this is coming back to you if you don't run somebody out of the park and then uh, expect nothing to happen to you it's essentially wrecking them it's like hitting somebody in the rear and turning them around it's the same thing 
Martinsville's coming up soon. I'm sure Josh is running that race, and I'm sure Ferrucci is too. I think Ferrucci is running full time for that that hunt team. I think so. I don't even know if he's running IndyCar now. I don't I've, think he is. I think he lost his ride completely. Which makes sense because he had no finishes. So sucks. That's the nature of the beast, kid. Go buy yourself another ride. Oh, he did. Okay, just checking. I will give him credit. He picked it up quicker than I thought he would. Yeah, but... I mean, he's he's run inside the top 15 in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, again... That I've never heard of. Again, you look at the list of people in the top three series now, and it is all bought rides like we talked about. So it's... The, the competition level is much lower than it used to be. It used to be 40, 45-year-old guys who worked their way up through short tracks their whole, their whole life and then found a ride with a guy who had money who wants a good driver in his car to, you know, put his business on the map. Ain't that way no more. I think there's more more good teams these days, though. Yeah, I mean, the, le- the playing field's much more level, but let's be fair, that's on equipment level. It's not on a driver level. No. Okay, so next debate. Martin True, uh, I shouldn't say that. Martin Truex Jr. wins the Phoenix Cup race, and I cannot say his name without calling him Martin Truex. Uh, every time he comes on the TV, I go Martin Truex. And I think that's a Simpsons reference. It's like Martin. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm ten years old. It's funny to me. <laughs> so Martin Truex Jr. wins the Phoenix Cup race. And cements the fact that this track is boring and shouldn't host the championship race. Thoughts? Fucking miserable race. People judged this race based on how many lead changes there were. But I'm like, uh, it was still boring. (laughs) I used to love this track. I used to love it too. They ruined it by reconfiguring it. And then they ruined it again by, or even more, by adding that sticky shit that should have never gone onto an oval track. Leave that shit for the bag racers. And they also hate that stuff. You took a one-groove racetrack and you moved it from the bottom groove to the top groove. Whoop-de-shite. Yeah, and you made the marbles ten times worse so that guys crash easier now. So good job on costing guys more money. Uh, And I hate it that, number one, the reconfigure on the track was just stupid. I mean... You had a good thing. The tightest turn on the track with, like, a real, well, a lot less banking than the old turn one and two used to be was that, you know, you come out of the dog leg, you go through three and four, it had less banking. It was a little bit different. It was unique. Then you put you put banking in the dog leg, and then everybody started driving. You allowed them to drive through the infield. And I'm like, is there just not even a boundary on this racetrack? You're gonna go put them in the camper lot next. You're gonna allow them to go drive through the infield next. Like it almost got really bad at the end of the race with that restart. Logano got turned sideways. I hope somebody gets wrecked bad enough that they have to put boundaries in there. That's how bad this this shit is. And I hope nobody gets hurt. But it's like overcorrected and come back across head on. That have been bad. Yeah. I mean, way back in the day when that track was worth a shit uh they used to have an open wall through the dog leg and they used to have grass in the dog leg and the dog leg was flat that was cool i liked that place and again the action coming out of old three and four where the banking was a lot less and there was no stupid ass traction compound on the track guys used to just sail it off in there and they'd make a lot of contact and beat the piss out of each other coming to the flag which was down the long straightaway. But no, we had to take a whole bunch of drugs and go stick all of the stupid grandstands over in what? Fucking turn one? Why? (laughs) What was the point? Grandstands are there so that the sun is at your back and you're not getting roasted in the sun. Poor baby. In the fucking spring when it's 75 degrees and in the fall when it's 75 degrees. (laughs) Right. No one and goes to night. Phoenix when it's hot. And at night, too, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you for real? The logic makes no sense. No. If the sun is in your eyes, race at night. Then there's no sun in your eyes. Put some freaking lights up. 
What the f- Yeah, all they had to do was maybe add capacity, fix the boxes, and put lights in. That would have been so much easier. Instead, they spent like triple-digit millions of dollars to redo this entire racetrack, and all they did was make the racing worse. They're starting the race in a corner. You take off in a corner. No, we're not going to spin tire in a corner. How's that happen? That track in Nazareth used to be my two favorite tracks that NASCAR would go to. I like the weirdo tracks. Nazareth was awesome. You know, Rockingham, that's another unique track. That was awesome. Well, you say that. We'll see we'll see how awesome it is still. Yeah. It is. It's it's awesome. I hope so. I it's, hope that place isn't worn to shit like I've heard. Nah, it's just it's not as bad as people think. They just think that weeds growing through a crack is like completely destitute and bullshit. But look at North Wilkesboro, they took all the freaking weeds out of that track it looked good enough that you could almost race on the damn thing well mike davis dale earnhardt's uh or dale jr's sidekick guy whatever uh he took a lap around north wilkes and it was smooth as glass yeah fill the cracks in with some tar and send it crack seal do some crack seal to send it who cares jesse why are you trying to hide it we hear it because of what it is, not what he's drink, uh, not that he's drinking, is trying to hide what he's drinking. <laughs> I ain't trying anything. This thing has only got two point six carbs and ninety five calories. That means I can drink about know, a. I could drink about thirty of these to my normal stuff. Right. So I got some catching up to do. Why I'm trying not? to be trying to be healthy here. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Mm. But anyway, yeah. Um, any thoughts as to what better track could host the championship race? Somewhere like, I don't know, Homestead? Auto Club? Atlanta? <laughs> They're never going to race at Auto Club again. That place is all done. <laughs> I don't even think it's on the schedule this year, is it? They probably already have the bulldozers warming up. No, it was, so, I think they have two races there now, don't they? One, I think. Last I checked, I can't remember though. They should host that at Riverside. Just go right through the neighborhoods of the pro- have the housing projects. Yeah, it'd be great. Terrorize uh, the neighborhood. I think uh, the plan is still to run that track next year. Now with the new car. Really? They're not going to tear it down for an Amazon warehouse. No, they're going to tear it down after that race, so it's ready for the next year. Oh, okay. That's something I, I heard on Twitter. I don't know. I think I, it came from Glock or Congress. Yeah. I can't remember. Hmm. Was it, that Chicago it, too? I think Chicago's already gone, right? <laughs> what? Chicago's done. But that's what the the Daytona Road Course was this year. It was supposed to be the California race. Mm-hmm. Well, California is not going to allow anybody in while the coronavirus still exists. So. Well, guess what? It's always going to exist now. Especially in Florida, because you guys are you know, mask wear- non-mask wearers. <laughs> I don't know what color it is. It stops at the border. Oh, yeah. Isn't that amazing? What was the last statistics? You guys were like 30th in the country in transmission rate or something like that. It was really low. Something stupid, like 30th, 35th or something. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, you guys are making all these friggin' communist states look stupid. Yeah, like where we live. Yeah. Yeah. But at least we got 50% capacity now. We weren't good before the virus. Never mind after. Well, they should just let the virus run rampant in Connecticut and probably take care of some of the ship, ship people. Yeah, if it was only so deadly. God, we got a lot of extra weight going around here. <laughs> get some old blood out. and some I'm kind of disappointed in. that the end of the world sucked. <laughs> this was a terrible apocalypse. This, this, this apocalypse this had was so much weakest, promise. This was the worst apocalypse ever. Yeah. Way too much promise. Wait. Not enough delivery. So this isn't in my notes, but I was watching the NHRA races. I know Jesse's not into the NHRA anymore. Nope. To be fair, neither am I really because they they stayed at 1,000 feet for nitro cars. I can't stand that. I'm sorry. I'm not going to really watch it anymore. Don Garlitz don't like it. I don't like it. Nope. He hates it. I hate it. It's stupid. A thousand feet didn't. It was not the reason. You cut why. a fifth of the. You cut a fifth of the race out and charge the same amount. I mean, Scott Coletta didn't die because the race was a quarter mile long. It's not the reason. 
Yeah. Reason was his car exploded and he was knocked unconscious. And his and it was a sudden stop. Mm-hmm. That killed him. That track's gone anyway. That was at English Town. Was it English Town or Columbus? English Town. Pretty sure it was English Town, right, Phil? You're a resident drag racer. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. you have a Wally. Do you still have I that Wally, or is that. it somewhere else? I have no idea where it is. You what asshole. the fuck? <laughs> you have an NHRA Wally, and you don't even know where it is. Oh, excuse me, everyone. I I don't have. I can't find my Oscar. I don't know where it is. Uh, my my Emmy is missing. I've I lost it in the toilet. <laughs> It's like the most one of the most prestigious racing trophies, and Phil fucking loses it. Are you kidding me? First Pro- off, it's about that big. It's not a real one. Oh <laughs> uh, well, then fuck you, then <laughs> poser. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Wally. Where'd you get it at the gift shop at Gainesville? Uh, Ouch! Essentially given to me. <laughs> anyway, I was watching. Great race in the final breaks, and you have a buy run for the final. It Send kinda it. Really kinda I would have taken it anyway. Yeah. What class was that? Sportsman. It was like a street class. Just a sportsman class? Yeah. Wasn't one of them weirdo lettered classes or something? No. No? Okay. <laughs> I would love to do that. We should do that instead of circle track racing. Sportsman racing at... Uh... Eh, forget it. We will never do it. <laughs> yeah. We don't have any opportunity up here. Where are we going to go? Lebanon Valley? They don't I'm not going to New Hampshire. I ain't going to New. I ain't going two and a half hours to New Hampshire either. I'm fucking lazy. Go to Connecticut Dragway. Oh wait, it's still there. It's just yeah. Why not? Consumer Reports test track. I've heard so many rumors that they're going to try and reopen that place, and it never happens. Yeah, that's it's never, always no. that's a bar room rumor. That's not even a that's not even a good rumor. That's never going to happen. Consumer Reports owns that place. Good. Seacock was trying to build one right along uh, 195, but that, I don't know whatever happened with that. I wish they could get an eighth mile put in because it's right next to the highway. Who the fuck's gonna? Who are they gonna complain about? Eighth mile racing is awesome. Come on, they need a drag race track around here, but it's not like we can put one in because you know the old play, the old. Um, speaking of racing, but the old dog track facility or property, I should say. Uh, they they wanted to put a racetrack, wanted to put one in. I'm putting this in air quotes. You can't – Connecticut <laughs> is 47th in the country as far as the best place to do business. And with you can't even open up a hot dog truck in Plainfield or Jewish City without there having been any blowback or whatever. You can't do anything. Hey, Forget remember it. The, remember the, not in my backyard. Nothing. They don't want anything. Hey, remember the guy who owned the food truck who had it posted up next to the park and ride over yeah. here in Griswold? Oh, yeah. The cops came and, like, arrested him even though he was a licensed food vendor. Yep. <laughs> Not in my backyard. Yeah. No license, man. They won't even let the cops put a freaking gun range in. Stupid. <laughs> well, I don't want the gun range either. Fuck them. Yeah, me neither because they already have plenty Excuse of them. Give me sorry, a Sid. I'm, I apologize. But F the police and I don't care. <laughs> Oh Lord! But no, I was uh, I was watching any... the NHRA event, and um, where is my meme? Again, I just my... I can't I can't bring race I can't bring drag racing onto this program because there's just not they we haven't gotten through their heads care. that it's a quarter mile forever, and they changed it to a thousand feet, and it just it cheapens the racing, and there's other ways to get around it. You can still run a quarter mile. How many wins would uh, Don Perdome? Bob Glidden, John Force, Big Day, Don Garlitz. How many of them would have lost if it was a thousand foot? A lot of them. A lot. Because they always pulled it out at the end. You have altered the course of history, and they will reap what they sow, which is no one cares. I just can't get into it. I'm sorry, I'm not interested. Sorry. Like I want to go to the New England race. It's a quarter pounder with cheese. Okay, I want a quarter pounder with cheese. I don't want a, a thousand <laughs> grams or a thousand micrograms of of it's cheese. A, it's not. I a want kilogram a quarter of beef. pounds of freedom <laughs> in between a bun. None of this commie thousand bullshit. I can't get into it. No, can't not interested. No. Nope. Yeah, the, the Gator Nationals were right up the road for me this weekend. Didn't go, did you? No. No interest? 
didn't care. I could. Someone had their car over. I got Don Garlic's place is right on the other side of the highway from me. But someone had their car over there, and I could hear it. Didn't didn't care. Don Garlic's place is right by you. Yeah, it's a mile and a half from me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, we got to go visit Phil. It's Ocala, right? We have All to right. go. We have to go visit Phil. Yeah, I, I always, have to go. To, I, really I have to go to Don Garlitz's museum before I die. I've been to the before petty. he dies. Yeah, really, we've which been is soon. Before he dies. Yeah, which is soon. So Jesse and I have yeah. been to Indianapolis. We've been to the museum there. Uh huh. We've been to Petty's garage. Yeah. Uh, in Randleman. Uh, we've. I haven't been to Daytona yet, though. I don't Me think neither. you have either. No. No. Seven thousand fucking times, and every time I go, the museum's closed. <laughs> I've been to the um, the Pro Nine Museum in North, yeah, in Rhode Island. Yep, which is fantastic. You know, it's a really good place. You really should go see the Pro Nine Museum. Phil and I went the to our Northeast one. Racing Museum up at yep. New Hampshire Motor Speedway. That was cool. That was a neat place. I'd love to go see Ron Bouchard's museum. Oh yeah, we got to go there too. Yeah, that'd be really cool. So what yeah, we just. Oh yeah, we've been to the Hall of Fame. I've been to NASCAR Hall of Fame. Yep, NASCAR. I've been there at least two or three times. I think uh, you guys went home early when we went in 2012, and the wife and I went back to the Hall of Fame. So we went back a second time for that other exhibit they were putting in. That was a good time. So we've been there too. Yeah, mm-hmm. forgot about that. But I definitely want to go see the Don Garlitz one. So yes, we must go see Phil. Right. So um, again, so we're not going to miss you. Yeah. Miss you. Miss you. Miss you. <laughs> So, Where uh, are you? Oh, Christ. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please, Good no. God. Sorry. It's better to play it the music. Up. Is that a copyright infringement if you sing it? I don't even know. So last note sorry. I have here, Jess, uh, you probably heard about this. Uh, legendary Formula One and motorsports announcer Murray Walker passed away at age 97 this weekend. And if you God actually, bless him. Murray got all of got all he could out of that life, huh? Yeah, no, he was a legendary announcer. Absolutely. Oh man, no. but if you uh, one of the great ones, definitely. Like, go Google any legendary finish in Formula One. Yeah, especially a lot of the stuff from the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. He was the guy mm-hmm. who made those calls, and his his announcing style is fantastic. He brought an air of drama to the sport. Just. I mean, the the guy who's announcing now for, I think it's like Sky Sports or something. I forget his name as well. I, I don't Again, don't listen to me, folks. I, I do everything off the cuff here. Oh, they don't. They don't listen. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> the, the, don't get me wrong. The guy they have announcing Formula One now, he does a lot of the same thing. He is very good at it. He brings a lot of excitement and drama to it. But Murray Walker was the best at Formula One and other European sports announcing. He was the best. And I'm just really glad that he got to be 97 years old. We could all be so lucky to be 97 years old. So rest in peace, Murray Walker. Thank you for your contributions to motorsport. Appreciate it. Uh, On that note, does anybody want to talk about the new Formula One driver lineups for 2021? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Haven't even seen them. Okay. So you can find this show on any of your major podcast platform. You can find it on uh, Instagram at Making Laps Podcast, Facebook.com slash Making Laps Podcast if you need a little help in hand. With the listening platform, if you're a boomer, uh, head on over to GleasonBrosRacing.com. You can find listening links to that uh, website that I never update. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at BrentGleason01 and on Twitter at the same handle. Oh, wait, you can find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash SidsView. Uh, and you can also go to the Vault Productions page off of that. I'm pretty sure he has a link if you want to go see some awesome history lessons. Make sure you get his name right. I just did. I said Sidsview. There you go. <laughs> Good boy. It's YouTube.com slash Sidsview. It's really hard to change your YouTube URL as it turns out. Uh, I tried to do it, and uh, it wouldn't let me, so it's basically a username instead of what I actually want it to be. So, yeah, you can find Phil at PJakes Racing, P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-S Racing. I had to hold the shirt up on all major um, social media platforms. Uh, Jesse, where can people find you at? They can find me at uh, gab.com forward slash uh, this podcast isn't recording and at uh, facebook.com forward slash uh, Brent's going to kill me. So 
<laughs> All right. Goodbye, well. everyone. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sure it's not recording. Aven- I, avenge my death. I guarantee it's not recording, so I'm probably going to have to swipe all the audio. Sid, send me the audio when you're done. Um, so, <laughs> No, and, it's recording. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I got pulled back to curtain a little. No, that's fine. You can, you, you can joke about it that way. I'll just figure it out a different way. He'll kill me. He'll kill me for sure. I keep forgetting. Please save me. I keep forgetting. Uh, if you want to send us an email or any sort of... Uh, message or whatever you feel like sending us. I don't really care. Send it over to makinglapspodcast at gmail.com. We still have that voicemail thing at uh, Anchor, but uh, who the hell gives a shit? Uh, Nobody sends us anything. Anyway, uh, until next time, (laughs) keep the dirty side down and stay out of the fence. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. And good night.